Well, it's day two of the trade period. Joining us is Port Adelaide GM Football, Chris Davies. CD, welcome. Thanks, Stephen. How are you? Yeah, good. Haven't spoken to you since the prelim loss. Have you gotten over it, CD? No, I'm not sure I'll ever <laughs> get over it, Stephen. That's not the uh, type of thing that you get over very easy, is it? And uh, certainly me, someone who, as you well know, holds grudges. Um, <laughs> it's hard to, for me to ever see my way through okay. not disliking the Bulldogs for a long time. Yeah. Have you the answers to what happened? Well, you know what? I reckon that that conversation itself is a, is a really tough one to have. We, we know that there's a whole heap, and as you do, it's not just as easy as turning around and saying, why did something happen? Because you can, all, you can ask an endless number of whys, can't you? We, we weren't good enough on a whole heap of fronts, um, and clearly we're going to have to be better into the future if, if we mm. want to continue to... Um, to compete at the highest level. Yep. What's your strategy this trade period, CD? No real strategy other than to, to suggest that we want to end end the, the trade and draft period with a with a more rounded and um, and better list. Now that can be from obviously player acquisitions or players going through this period, but also, you know, when you consider, you know, TPP ramifications of of players coming in and, and going as well. But yeah, you know, we'd like to have a, a good draft hand. Um, either you know this year or next, and and certainly we've got some some players that we're interested in. Also, we've got some players who who might look at um, leaving the club as well. Okay, what are your immediate needs? Last year after the prelim loss, you cited it was down back. You got a Lear, and he's an All Australian. Are you going to do a similar thing this year? You've been linked to a Tom Mitchell, a Steve Kiniglio, an A grade, an All Australian type midfielder. One of them's a bloody Brownlow. What's the likelihood of that? No, I think I think highly unlikely, Stephen. To be honest, I mean those those players don't come on the market all that often, and, and I don't think right now um, they're on the market. To be honest, I mean, you know, we we're really clear. We, if you're speaking with regard to to where we need some depth, um, you know, we we think we need to continue to add midfield depth to that. But we also, in saying that, you know, we also know that we've got the players on our list right now who we believe can can go into those positions. So as much as anything, it's about exposing those players to, mm-hmm. to you know, situations where they're going to be tested ongoing. And, you know, we, we, I don't want to keep trotting out the same names, but, I mean, you know the players that they are. We, we, want, we need to give them more opportunity in high-pressure situations. Yeah. you got 16, 63, 73, 74. Do you want to get that 16 up the order a bit? And is a Sam Powell Pepper, a Peter Adams, and a Tom Cleary the vehicle for that? Well, I mean, we can talk about those individual players if you'd like. I mean, we, we would we would like to have um, a better hand from a draft perspective. I mean, those later picks are obviously we've, we've got um, Jace Burgoyne, who's a potential father-son this year. So, you know, we've been, we've been planning for that over the last two or three years. Um, you know, but equally, we, we'd like to have as good a draft hand as we possibly can. As I say, whether that be this year or next, um, we're open to, to what that needs to look like. Mm. Pistol Pete, let's start there. What's the likelihood that a club's going to give you what you need for them? Because he's a first-rounder all day, every day in my books. Well, if, if that's the case, then, um, yeah, that's, you know, potentially what, you know, the club would be looking at. But as I say, there's a bit of water to go under the bridge there yet. Um, you know, Peter has suggested that he'd like to, to look for, you know, the option of, of having a club that is going to, be a bit more guaranteeing of a number one rock spot. Yeah, you know, we're we're open to that. Um, 
to the extent that Pete needs to. So yeah, we'll we'll work that out over the next week or so. But yeah, I think right now it's it's less likely that that Pete finds a, a club than more likely. Um, and if that's the case, then we're more than happy with that as well. Okay, SPP Sam Powerpepper getting some interest from across WA way. Yeah, I think Pete's in the in the same. Uh, sorry, um, Sam's in the same situation where probably looking for more midfield time than we've been able to give him. Um, yeah, you know, we spoke earlier about you know, the likes of Butters and Rosie, Rosie and Durs were spending more time in there. You know, maybe he sees it as as um, insurmountable, but you know, I I'd certainly um, would prefer him to, to remain at our club. But equally, you know, we know that this time players are, are looking at what their options are in the future as well. We're invested in Jared Leonard as a bloke, as a man. We think he's a ripper. He's a terrific footballer as well. He's still um, uncontracted. There's others. Will you have any more delistings? Oh, we we may, um, you know, we we're, I mean, part of going through this trade period is to remain open open minded, and when you're, you know, pretty tight for list spots, as we are, um, there are some unfortunate casualties of that. Mm-hmm. Lino is one of those guys who, through this period, as, as Sam Mays is, um, you know, as Trent Burgoyne is at the moment, where they're, you know, we're asking them to to stick with us, you know, through this trade period equally. They know they're out of out of contract, so on that basis, you know, they've got to do what's right for them as well. But um, yeah, Lino's a, a fantastic guy who's played some pretty good footy for us. So mm. yeah, whatever happens from here, they'll be tough decisions. Yeah. Have you got your man slash men to replace Fossey and Scoey? Where are you with that chase, CD? Uh, we'll probably finalise that over the next you know, week or so. Um, you know, the, the challenge for us is to is to work out whether we think we've got the people internally who we can um, who we can. You know, put into those positions um, whilst also making sure that we're aware of the, the market that exists from an assistant coaching perspective out there. Um, you know, I'm absolutely convinced that you know, we've got a couple of guys internally who could who could move around into other roles, and and that we would be you know, in an, in a you know, more than um, you know good spot. Um, as I said previously, mm. we're not going to replace both of those guys, so the likelihood is we'll, we'll probably. Um, just replace the, the midfield coaching role at the moment, um, and then we'll look to, to backfill some of the other positions from there. Okay. Who, who are you looking at internally? Who, who have you got there that's pushing up? Oh, we, we've got some outstanding assistant coaches. I mean, Brett Montgomery and Nathan Bassett are two of the best in the business. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Chad Corns and Matt Loken, who have spent you know, a significant amount of time developing, and, and at some point we've got to give those guys an opportunity as well. So... Yeah, you know, I think that that's an area of our club that we're really well stocked in, and if we wanted to move those guys around, I think they have the capability to, to as I say, more than adequately cope for the guys that we've lost. Yeah, and and Goldie's another one, Goldsack. Yeah, Tyson Goldsack. Yeah. obviously coming into you know a, a full time development role now. Uh, I think it's unlikely that we we chuck him into a, a line coaching role straight away, but I've certainly got some some high hopes for Goldie. He's mm. he's shown that he's got some real capability both to um, develop relationships with our players but also be strong enough to be able to hold, hold his own with the other coaches if he needs to, to push back on, you know, in various situations. So, um, yeah, as I say, I think it's unlikely that he becomes a line coach with us right okay. now in that mix that you're talking about there, but I think he's got some capability, no doubt. Brilliant. So 2021 trade period, eight days to go. You haven't got a targeted player like a Lear or a Ratio. If something falls out of the tree, you will, unless you get some really good currency for SPP, Pete Ladders and Tom Cleary, they're staying. 
that's a fair summation. Stephen? Done. <laughs> CD, as always, you star. Thanks for your time. Good on you guys. Thank you. Yeah, a big off-season for all clubs. They do it better than most, Port mm-hmm. Adelaide. And, and and I'm a little bit with CD there. They've got what they've got. Yep. And there's blokes that can step into that midfield injury-free, and we know who they are. So maybe they know they've got what they've got, and if something falls out of a tree, they'll snap it up. Sounds as though they're going to go internal too for those replacements. Absolutely. Well, there's something new. The Chad, perhaps? Yeah. Or Monty? In that so position. maybe, yeah, so Bass might go, so he's forward, he might go to midfield, or, or Monty might go to midfield, they might do an internal shuffle, and then sounds like Chad Corns is in line for list management. The Chad? Uh, at least, yeah, the Chad. That's what it Chad. sounds like. 29 minutes after four, after this short break, Lucy has the news, and then he's here, Mark Bickley.